Welcome to worship on this holy night we call good because of the good work Jesus did for us and for the world. Our service is based on the seven last words of Jesus that he spoke on the cross on the night he died. During this service, you will experience seven scenes from the cross through God's word, through original poetry, and through song. Throughout this Lenten season, Jesus has asked us questions of the kingdom, questions of belief, healing, meaning, understanding, and love. Tonight, Jesus' question echoes the one spoken to his disciples in John 6, as many turned away from the way of Jesus' kingdom and the way of the cross. Do you also wish to go away? asks Jesus. Tonight we do not, even though our instincts may call us to ignore the meaning of this night or turn away from its pain. Tonight we respond as Peter did to Jesus' question. Lord, to whom shall we go? And we stay as Christ's act of love makes our broken lives and our broken world whole again. Behold, the life-giving cross on which was hung the salvation of the whole world. O come, let us worship him. 
Behold the life-giving cross on which was hung the salvation of the whole world. O come, let us worship him. Behold the life-giving cross on which was hung the salvation of the whole world. O come, let us worship him. The first reading is from Luke chapter 23. Two others also who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. 
Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. Their fingers do the bidding they know is right. Hammer the nails, ignore the cries. The orders they were given are steel. They carry it on their backs. They point their fingers and roll their dice, his clothing now a chip in a game. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do.
One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, Today you'll be with me in paradise. He extends his hand to one of the men, calloused from hard work and dirtied by the road that led him to the school itself. Between the splinters from the cross that now held him aloft, he held in his fingertips a clear sky and calm seas. Today you will be with me in paradise.
Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. A sorrow that digs a pit into her chest, a hole that the wind whistles through. Her hands shake and her cheeks are wet. She watches him writhe and she cries. No matter what he says, he will always be her son. Woman, behold your son. Son, this is your mother.
When it was noon, darkness came on the whole land until about three o'clock. At three o'clock, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard this, they said, listen, he's calling for Elijah. A cry of help, for help. It is a fall, a scrape of knees on the dirt his feet no longer touch. It is red, darker than his blood, and richer than the king himself. His pain is alive, snaking from his hands and feet, reaching for his crown. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?
After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. It is sour, like the grapes picked too early in his childhood, back when there was packed dirt under his feet, inquisition in his eyes, and youth in his gait, back when he still clutched the wind in the palm of his hand. Now it brushes past his limp fingers. The memory is fleeting, but there nonetheless. I am thirsty. A reading from the book of John. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, 
it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. A hanging of the head, a shaky breath. The tapestry falls torn in two by forces not of the world around them. His eyes close, eyelashes fluttering. He knows his suffering will end soon. It is finished. Darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, 
while the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. The rich purple of the curtain lay on the ground. The wine had dried on his lips. The nails tugged at his hands, at his feet. A slow rising in the pit of his stomach. Agony breathes into his lungs. And he speaks. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. 